Hello. Welcome to the Working Mother Experience Podcast. I'm the creator and sometimes host, Morgan Craig Broadwith, thankfully supported by an incredible team. A team that's going to help you meet the artists, explore their art, and unpack what it means to work and mother. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. Today on the podcast is just me. It's me rambling away. It's been a long time since I've been on the podcast and I am super jazzed to be back. Today we talk about the definition of a working mother. We talk about tending the hearth and the honor in that work and exploring how we choose to respond to the labor or the work that we do and how we label it in the household. Enjoy. So we're back. And I haven't podcasted for what feels like an absolute eternity. And this one is probably going to be interrupted because I'm sleep training my baby. I'm not really sure what I'm recording on, if I'm speaking into my nano Yeti microphone or into the computer, but whatever, we're just going to go with it. And I do have some thoughts and it's been a long time. And uh, I am three months postpartum, just a little bit, three months and change. I have three children. It is intense. That's all I have to say on that. And uh, and I have just wrapped up the majority of my assignments for my executive MBA. And that's not something I've talked a lot about on here because in the end, who really cares except me? And, uh, and so it's just feeling interesting. And so I decided this morning, hey, I've got some thoughts that I want to share. We obviously need to get some of our artists on, uh, which we have some li- which we do have a lineup coming for you. I promise we're going to get back on track with podcasting getting some art submissions. This is a call out for anyone who's listening. We want to see and hear about your experience as a working mother. So let's just riff off that term working mother, uh, because, you know, oftentimes when we hear it, we think about it's, it's, it's women who are working outside of the home. And that is how originally I intended this to be, because at that time I was working outside of the home and I've done two mat leaves, both a year each, and they are intense. And now I'm on my third mat leave and it's just as intense, if not more, because I am trying to keep our house from turning into a hovel, which it readily does in about, you know, 20 minutes with a six-year-old, a five-year-old and a three-month-old and a husband whom I adore and is amazing. So this, this notion of this, this working mother, it was sort of this outside of the home. And so as I'm returned back to mat leave, I've realized, you know, <laughs> we are all working mothers, regardless of where we are working, we are working at all times. And there was an article today on this, on this, uh, website called motherly, and they shared it on LinkedIn and I read it and I, I definitely have some thoughts on it and I'm going to share those thoughts, but it was, publishing an article that was, or was talking about an article published in the Lancet and it was a meta analysis and it looked at the impact of labor inside the home in addition to working outside of the home and toll on women's mental health. And they kind of walked through what, what they defined as labor. And there's no question, like this isn't new research in terms of women tend to do more inside of the home, even if they're working outside of the home. And obviously when you're on mat leave, you're doing quite a bit more relative to your male counterparts. And they did only look at heterosexual couples. And so it was just, it, it, it was an interesting read because I had a number of responses to it. One, I totally agree. My God, <laughs> takes a toll on your mental well-being. is this mothering business. Uh, 
you know, right now what I'm really struggling with is the is the level of overstimulation. It is intense. And so I bought these really cool earphones. Thank you to my, my bestie, Jenny, for highlighting these to me. They're called Loop, or they're made by Loop. And they just sort of reduce sort of sensory input. And so that's just a, you know, a fun, nice to know, there you go, bada boom, bada bing. Uh, and so I'm struggling with this overstimulation and, you know, and the lack of sleep. And it, it really does take a toll on your mental well-being. There is no question. And yes, I do sometimes feel resentful because I'm like, I'm the one who thinks about laundry or throwing out the garbages upstairs or picking up this sixth pair of socks under the table. I want to scream. And so there, I definitely do connect with that because my mental well-being when I'm on mat leave is a struggle. And it, you know, I really do need to keep keep on top of that and and really doing things to make sure I'm maintaining my mental health, my physical health, my cognitive, my intellectual, all those things, spiritual health, that goes out the window. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm there. I'm not, I'm not discounting that. But then they went through kind of in the article what was classified as labor. And they put being the tooth fairy as, as labor. And I thought, oh, man, I don't know. You know, those are some of the gifts of being a parent. And if we classify all of the elements of parenting as labor, then we get this notion of like, I'm so hard done by, and it it's kind of encroaching on that victim territory. And I, you know, I'm reticent to say that on here because I don't want to upset anyone or piss anyone off, but I want to challenge some of the classifications of labor. I appreciate what they're talking about, the mother's mental load of like play dates, organizing special things for kids. I get it. Mums do tend to hold a lot of those things in and do those things. Uh, I'm very, very lucky. I have an insanely supportive spouse. And while he doesn't necessarily always pick up his socks, he does all the grocery shopping, all the cooking. So I, I really have to be mindful of where I'm coming from too in that I'm very, very fortunate on this in this front. And so, but we've made that a thing. That, that's not necessarily always been the case. We have made this work and it works for our family and then there's balance in terms of what I do. But back to this notion of what is classified as labor, I want us to be really cautious of what we are classifying as labor because it's then going to change our mental, physical, psychological, emotional response to, to, to what we're doing. And it's going to feel like this is a chore versus, oh my gosh, this is a gift. I get to be the tooth fairy. I get to, uh, you know, be this for my children. Oh my gosh, I got to put a disclaimer that you cannot listen to this podcast with your kids in the car because I do not want to ruin the, the notion of the, the, the tooth fairy. I almost said the fairy tale. This is sleep deprivation. So, and then it, it brought up and reminded me of this beautiful article uh, that I read. And I don't know if any of you have heard of Daily Ohm. It is a a site that sells courses at a really reasonable rate. You can choose them on a sliding scale. I've bought like six. I've done one. (laughs) I plan on doing them at some point. It goes from like speaking to dead people to yoga, (laughs) beach body in 10 days to, uh, you know, enhancing your mindfulness capability. Like it's a huge swath and range of courses, but every day they send an email and I am not one to read things consistently. But I, for some reason, read these emails consistently. And there was one a few weeks ago, it was called Women's Work. I thought, oh, I want to read this one. This sounds juicy. And 
It opens with, and hopefully they're not going to get mad at me, but I am giving them attribution, so they shouldn't be mad that I'm reading this. The importance of tending the hearth that nurtures all who bask in its warmth is a beautiful thing. And so my girlfriend and I have talked about this tending the hearth. And I'm going to read a few more things from this article because I think it'll prompt some more thoughts that are a bit more coherent. In the recent past, the term women's work has come to have a derogatory connotation, back to that comment about everything being classified as labor. Women's work encompasses all the domestic chores that have historically been associated only with women, cooking, cleaning, and raising children. Whenever a person is limited to only certain kinds of work in a society, there is a need to break free from that work in order to inhabit a place of choice. However, when we choose to do women's work because we enjoy it, there is nothing degrading about it. There is an honor to it. And when done alone or in a group, this work can be truly meaningful and fulfilling because the home is the foundation of security for all who live in it. The importance of tending the hearth that nurtures all who bask in its warmth cannot be overstated. So there's, there's a bit more here, and it's all pretty, pretty compelling. Clean, crisp sheets on a bed allow us to enter a deep slumber, inspiring a sense of safety and trust. Our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health all rest upon the smooth functioning of our homes. And isn't that true? Like, you know, all the research out there in terms of, you know, not eating together and having dysfunction and how traumatic that is for children and how it impacts you as an adult in terms of addictions and attachment. And there's so much literature and science that showcases that link between the stability of the home. And my gosh, what honor there is in creating that stability for your family. If you have the that choice, I think that's a really important distinction. And so it comes back to the article and it sort of maybe will encapsulate my kind of rantings today is it is about that choice. It is about, uh, you know, it is the choice and how you choose to look at the work that you're doing in the home. And is it um, laborious? It is it a is it something that you have don't have choice over? You're forced into this? I my gosh, I hope not. Um, and really taking stock of that because the way in which we choose to view the things we do undoubtedly impacts the way in which we experience them, the way we feel, and the way we show up to the rest of the world. And I, I'm not saying this as a, preach, as a preachy type thing. I'm saying this for myself as much as I am for anyone else in that I often can get kind of like, oh my gosh, so bogged down and I had to do this and this and this and it does give me a certain level of anxiety. So it's not, it's not a preaching that, oh my gosh, I'm the all-knowing saint who's practicing this. It's for me too. And that I think in this world right now, especially for women and working women and women, and I'm, get out there, work, if you want to work, if you want to stay at home, stay at home. That's There's so much honor in both of those things. And, but there's a lot of pressure um, now for women who are working. I think there's there's more information in literature you know, about the challenges with that, and there absolutely is. Uh, but I don't ever want us to forget that we have something called choice, and choice of how we view the things we do. So... That's really what I wanted to share today. I'm not sure. Um, let me see if there's anything else. Um, let me just close on this. The more we acknowledge the tremendous importance of this work, the more we are able to do it. And this is, this is tending to the hearth with a sense of pride, never feeling for a moment that our efforts are less significant or meaningful than those working outside the home. 
On the contrary, it is this work that makes all other work possible. So, we are all working mothers. Whether we are working inside the home or outside the home or both, we are all working mothers. And so therefore, you know, this expression of what that means through art is not limited to only those women, those mothers who are working outside the home as well as in. It's to all working mothers out there. And this is really a call to you to say, how can you creatively express this experience? Because it is rich and it is dynamic and it is ever-changing. That's another word for dynamic. Amazing. So share with us. Show us. Tell your story of what it means to be a working mother. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Working Mother Experience Podcast. That's a wrap, folks. 